and welcome to CausePods. I'm your host, Matthew Passy. Here at CausePods, we have one simple mission, to highlight the amazing folks who are using podcasts as a way to raise awareness for good causes and make the world a better place, whether it's in their own local community or they're taking on global issues. Please visit us at causepods.org where you can learn about our guest show, their favorite charitable cause, join our Facebook group with resources for cause-based podcasters, and find a link where you yourself could be a guest here on CausePods. Again, that's all at causepods.org. All right, we are taking you to just outside Detroit, Michigan. We are chatting with Sandy Sharmataro. She is the host and the creator of the Good Eggs podcast. And this is one of the few times we were talking to someone who has a podcast aimed at elementary age children. So we're excited to get into what she is doing, as well as her nonprofit, the Good Eggs Foundation, that helps children in need. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us here on CausePods today. Thank you for having me, Matthew. I've been looking forward to speaking with you. Oh, we are looking forward to having this conversation as well. So I guess my first question before we get into the podcast itself is, what is your background that you know kind of led you to this place of working in this foundation and working with children in need? Well, I am a, I'm actually a high school teacher, um, but my foundation is geared toward elementary age kids. So I always kind of had this in my mind to write books, even though um, usually with teaching, you know, you're kind of into the realm of literature and things of that nature. So I've always wanted to write books, but um, I actually found the passion when I was in elementary school and we always had an assignment of writing stories with our spelling words. And that just always sparked me to want to keep writing stories for young people. So that's kind of how all that came about. I actually, once I got out of college, went into teaching high school, but still had that passion to write a children's book when I was throughout my teaching career. And that children's book is kind of the basis of what the good eggs is? Exactly. So I actually intended just to write one book and I wanted it to teach goodness and kindness. And actually, once I was done with that book, I wasn't finished with the characters. So I ended up writing a second book where I took them around the world and they learned about diversity and they meet other eggs around the world and they go to 10 different countries and they learn language and customs and culture. And when they came back from that trip, I still wasn't finished and I kept them in their hometown and they learned the importance of community service. So they helped like the elderly, they helped children, they helped animals in a shelter, they went to a nature center and a food bank, all things that are part of a community. So it's a three-part series that teach virtues, diversity, and service. So out of that, I grew the podcast and the nonprofit. Awesome. Want to get into that a little bit more, but I'm curious when it came to writing and publishing this book, you know, I know you said you sort of had this interest in it at a young age and, and wanted to do it, but did you get a lot of help as far as maybe working with a publisher or other writers or copy editors or anything like that? Or was it all just you on your free time and self-publishing? Yes, it was all me on my free time. I did ask a few teacher friends, um, my English teacher friends to, you know, critique it and, you know, change some whatever paragraphs around, verbiage around. So yes, I did have some proofreaders. But other than that, it all just kind of came out of my head and heart. So you have this book, right? You put it out there. What took you from having this book to deciding, let's put this out in audio form? Well, 
it went on for a while. I did book shows and, you know, I would go into schools and do presentations and things like that. And then I thought, you know, podcasts were getting so big. And now it actually children's podcasts are a fairly new market. So I thought, Audible book, you know, why don't I do that? Why don't I make a podcast um, for kids that maybe want to just listen or parents in the car can put on a podcast for their kids and they can listen to the stories of the good eggs. So I'm already up to the middle of book two. Um, so I already have, you know, half of that book and then book three to finish. So it's going well. I'm getting, um, you know, listeners from all around. It's been fun. That's awesome. And I mean, I, you haven't, you don't have a background in podcast production or audio editing and things like that. Well, my brother actually has a studio in his home. So he puts in all the sound effects and, you know, equalizes all the wording, I guess. I don't know all the lingo for that, but he um, fixes it up. And so I'm curious, again, you don't have a, a ton of experience of trying to market and grow a podcast to regular audience, but I'm just curious, what have you found to be some of the interesting challenges to creating and marketing a podcast with an audience that is so young? Yes, because you have to get actually to the parents because the parents will, you know, they will preview it, obviously, and then decide if they want their children to listen to it. And I've been trying to appeal to parents as well as children. And that's actually been going well through schools. Um, and, you know, I'm connected through schools, so I know people I can put this out to. Social media has been getting a good response for it. Um, and then just on the platform that I'm on, I'm actually on nine platforms now, but my host, um, they also do a bit of marketing as well. I really would like to get sponsors for that, egg companies or farms or something uh, of that nature that would love to get in on this, but I know that you have to reach a certain amount of listeners, I believe, for sponsorship. So it's been a learning process. I mean, it can, it can, it depends, right? There are certain folks who need 25,000 people to listen before they'll have, uh, you know, have a sponsor willing to talk with them. And there are others who, if they know who their audience is, it's an engaged audience, or honestly, even if it's just somebody with parallel audiences, you know, they can absolutely find the help that they need to, or the support from somebody who wants to reach that audience, or frankly, just be part of a good cause like the one that you are working on right now. Um, I also noticed that you are part of the Kids Listen organization who we interviewed way back in the beginning of Cause Pods a long time ago. And I'm just wondering what kind of support and what kind of help you've gotten from them and how they've been instrumental in the in the podcast. Yeah, it's a great community, the Kids Listen. They really look at categories of kids podcasts. So what's yours about? What's yours about? You know, maybe there's little mysteries or maybe there's bullying or whatever the case may be. They go into categories, but then you can put yourself into whatever category or community room you want to and interact with maybe just those podcasters or other ones as well. You can get tips, you can promote each other. So yeah, it's a really nice community. What has been the response to the podcast specifically, right? I know you go to schools and you do a little bit of traveling, right? You know, pandemic aside, but have you had any, anyone specifically reach out to you because they only found out or they've only heard about you through the podcast itself? No, usually the podcast comes about through the books and the foundation. 
So that's actually really interesting. So marketing the podcast first, I mean, it could actually could all work the same way, right? Oh, hey, there's books to go with this podcast, right? And there's also connected to a foundation. So um, that's another marketing avenue I could take, marketing the podcast first. Usually I've been marketing the book sales first because through the book sales is what funds the foundation. Um, and then there's all these extras, the podcast. I have videos of book one as well. There's 12 episodes on YouTube. So there's videos. Um, there's a newsletter. There's a parent blog. So there's a whole package um, that goes along with the good eggs. So, yeah, I could take that that path as well. Let's talk about the foundation a little bit. So it's the Good Eggs Foundation. You can find that at thegoodeggs.org slash foundation. We will put a link, of course, to the show notes so you can check them out and, and support them in any way that you can. But what is it that the Good Eggs Foundation, what's the mission over there? And what is it that you're hoping to accomplish? So what I do, once the books were out for a while, I really wanted to put them into action. So this project, like I said, has just been getting bigger and bigger. And I started the Good Eggs Foundation. So the books are structured on a monthly basis. The kids go back to school in September, and each month they learn something new. So that's how I structured the foundation. Month to month, what I do is I egg uh, an organization or a family that might be in need for that month. And it's different every month. So um, for example, um, I just egged a man here. He builds beds for kids coming out of homelessness. So I egged him with those bed in a bags, you know, with comforters and sheets. I gave him a whole bunch of those so that he could give them along with his beds that he gives out. I'm going to be egging a woman who started a nonprofit here for teen moms, and they are in desperate need of diapers all the time. So I'm going to get those big, big packs of diapers and egg her with diapers. We've done baby monitors for foster closets. Each month it's different, which I really enjoy. We've started, we've helped with math tutoring programs. We've done lending libraries, whatever the need may be. And sometimes people reach out to me as well. I just had a, a woman here who started a nonprofit for backpacks for kids. So she said, would you be able to help us with that? And I said, sure, I can make you my next month's egging and got a whole bunch of backpacks for her so she could start her nonprofit too. So, you know, whatever the need may be, I'd like to help where I can. Are you, I know you kind of said, you know, trying to think about this a little bit more, but are you using that audio audience to try and solicit more help, solicit more volunteers, solicit more donations to help egg these causes? That is something I've thought about. Should I say that on the audio because it's for kids? However, chances are parents are listening as well. I've gone back and forth. I haven't yet. I suppose I could add that. Um, what's your, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, I would say you absolutely have the opportunity to chat with your audience, to reach out to them and say, hey, you know, thank you for listening to The Good Egg. Here's what we're up to this month. Here are some of the causes that we are supporting. And if you'd like to be a part of that in some way, shape or form, you know, go to the website, go to the donate link or you know, send us an email and let us know that you're interested in doing it. And we could maybe talk a little bit more offline about some strategies to do that very effectively. But yeah, I mean, why not? You have a audience and you have a marketing vehicle that you should absolutely use to market the good work that you're doing. I mean, that has come into my mind, but I thought, well, children are listening. So I don't know if I want to be doing a commercial for children, you know, in that form. 
you're not selling kids a product, right? It's not like you're trying to encourage parent, encourage kids to say, oh, I really need that box of Oreos or mommy, 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 buy me this toy. Like, right. You're not soliciting for greed. Yeah. I mean, and I think especially because what you are doing is trying to encourage kids to be generous and civic minded and community oriented then, you know, it's a, probably a good lesson for the parents to say, oh, hey, little Timmy, that's a great idea. Would you like us to send a donation or could we throw a couple of dollars from your allowance? Right. Something that, it, you know, gets kids involved with it, too. Yeah, I like looking at it that way. So I could add I mean, I have like several episodes up, but I can always add on to those. Um, you know, hey, don't forget, go to thegoodeggs.org, right? Check us out. There's books available. There's videos. There's all kinds of, there's um, word searches. There's a playlist that the eggs recommend. There's lots of things on there for kids too. Yeah. And and maybe it's not even part of the episodes. Maybe you just put out some separate, you know, little bonus episodes out there so that it doesn't have to interfere. You're giving me all kinds of ideas. Good. So again, if you're hearing this, by the way, and you are interested in helping egg some of these great causes, again, it's the goodeggs.org slash foundation. And of course, we'll put a link right here in the show notes so you can easily find it. And because you, you know, you've had a little bit of help, but, you know, because you've put together this podcast based on the book and, you know, you're reaching out to audiences, growing this foundation, doing good in the world. I'm just wondering if you have advice or any suggestions for somebody else out there who might be in a similar situation who is thinking, you know, either I've got this content that is for kids or um, I want to do something that would benefit kids, like any anything that in terms of that content creation and marketing and distribution for kids that you can suggest for other people who might be thinking about it? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that you need like a good sound effects person for sure. Someone that's going to bring it to life because, you know, kids can lose interest. And with kids too, I've read that 15 to 20 minutes max is all they can handle really at that age. Cause then they'll start, you know, the attention span isn't that long. So a 15 to 20 minute max podcast episode for kids. A couple of mine have gone like 22 minutes. So I try to be real cognizant of the time um, and putting in the fun sound effects, you know, and just getting it out there. It's just, it's a lot of work. And getting people to help you market it is also very important because especially I know me, I still teach full time and that's full time job, right? And just marketing is a full time job as well. So it consumes a lot of your time, but be dedicated if your heart's in it and you know it's worth it and you know it's going to really do some good in the world, you have to keep at it. You know, you have to follow what's in your heart and what you know is 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 good content. Share it with the world. Why not? It's the right age group for the good eggs, both the audio and the book content. So I have on there five to 12. It just depends, as for the books, um, the reading level of the child. So I've had teachers read to their classes. I've had parents read to their kids, or I've had the older kids read on their own. I've had teachers email me that the kids' group of fifth graders did book three, and they read it on their own, and then they wanted to emulate all the service that the eggs did book three. They actually tutored kids in their own school. They put together welcome baskets for elders in their uh, senior care center. That's exactly what I would hope to happen is that the kids would hear these these things and want to do them in their own community or even in their own interactions with each other. I have five to 12, again, depending on 
the listening is any child, right? But the reading is on depending on their uh, reading level. All right, Sandy, before we let you go, anything else that uh, our audience can do to help you out? Sure. Um, we have a newsletter. Um, if they want to go to thegoodeggs.org and sign up for that. And also there's a parent blog starting in September. Again, on thegoodeggs.org, they can um, go under blog and fill out the subscribe form. Everything's free and they'll get on the list so they don't miss a post. So it'll be just real short one to two reads or one to two minute reads, um, just little nuggets that follow along the books, but on an adult level. All right. So again, everyone, if you want to check out the podcast, check out the book, get on that newsletter, find out what's happening, donate to this wonderful organization, check out some of the apparel, right? They've got some really cool stuff that you can get that has the good eggs uh, right there on it. All of that is at thegoodeggs.org. Sandy, thank you so much for joining us here on Cause Pops today. Thank you, Matthew. I truly appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cause Pods. If you've been inspired by the work of our guest, please check out the show notes to this episode in your podcasting app or at causepods.org. There you will find links to their show, their website, their podcast links on Apple, Google, Spotify, as well as a link to support the charity that they highlighted here in this episode. You will also find at causepods.org a way to subscribe to this show on your favorite podcasting app, how to sign up to be a guest on this show, and a link to our Facebook group, which is going to have special resources just for the folks who are podcasting for a good cause. And I can tell you right now, we've got one great deal from our friends at PodPage, but you're only going to learn about it and get that special deal if you are a member of the Facebook group for Cause Pods. And before I go, I should say thank you in particular. The show is edited and produced by Ben Kiloy of the Military Veteran Dads Podcast and what a great job he has done. And all this is made possible because of the great support that I receive from Shannon Rojas here at thepodcastconsultant.com. Once again, if you want to learn more, go to causepods.org. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time on Cause Pods. Cause Pods.